0: Hello, beautiful people, welcome or welcome back to the feeling and healing podcast by yours truly, Celise. I hope you're having a magnificent day, night or whatever time you're listening to this episode. I'm just going to jump right in. <laughs> I think it's important to be aware of your actions as much as you are aware of others. And what I mean is the other person is not always the problem. You can be the problem too. I'm sure you've been the problem in previous relationships, friendships, and so on. So let's start this episode off with some accountability. We are not perfect and we are not always right. We are not always the victim and we can be the lessons instead of blessings for others. So let's acknowledge that and stop ignoring it from here on out. (laughs) So I try to discuss topics that are solely based on myself But this is a chance for you to see a little of me and it's also a learning experience for myself because I've never actually written down or verbalized my toxic traits before. I could think of so many times about what I've said or done that I assumed were justified, however they were not. And I wish I could take some of these things back but I hope that through talking about them and being more aware of my actions that I will stop in the future and, you know, apologize to those that I did hurt in the past if I can. So the first toxic trait that I would like to talk about is how easy it is for me to ghost people. So if you're unfamiliar with the term, it basically means when you've seized all communication with someone, when they're trying to communicate with you, you stop answering their phone calls and texts, you block them. Uh, you block them off of social media, you no longer acknowledge them if you see them in public, you are legit a ghost. (laughs) I can't even count how many times or how many people I've ghosted and how damaging that could have been for them. Um, If I'm over someone and I feel as though they have wronged me in any way, then I will literally leave without a trace. That was so wrong of me because usually it's in the midst of addressing an issue, there have been people that I've talked to after I've ghosted them and they told me how they felt about it. And, and it seriously broke my heart. <laughs> people are not objects or things that you can delete out of your life. It seems like it because of how connected we are through the internet. And we do a lot of our communicating through our phones. So it's easy to have that disconnect. Uh, But they do have feelings and what I've done could seriously affect someone mentally and emotionally. And I also want to say that I'm sorry if you're listening and I've done this to you. I say things to hurt people in the heat of the moment and I don't do this often, but I've done it enough to address it and acknowledge it. There have been times where I've had disagreements with my sisters or my boyfriend or even my mom and I would say things to hit a nerve. Like, I know that this will hurt them in an the argument, in the moment, and I want that reaction. And it's definitely a power move, and that is very wrong of me. And that is something that, from here on out, that I will try to never do again. And again, I, it's kind of hard to say never, but again, it's something that I really have to be cognizant about, addressing issues, conflict, etc., Another toxic trait that I have is that I have to always be right. And for some odd reason, I had this toxic trait even, you know, growing up. And I and I would fight and nag at each other as kids and I just, I had to be right. It didn't matter what it was, but like as long as I was right, then I won the argument. This is something that I actively am trying to disable in my brain because even now I can still see that when I'm having discussions or conflicts or disagreements with others that I just want to make sure that I'm right and what I'm saying is the truth and that's it (laughs) when you're having conflict and conversing with others you're not you're not supposed to be trying to win like that's not the goal Um, I should be trying to listen and understand the other person I'm definitely getting better at trying not to be right all the time but it does come out and again I'm not perfect I'm human and I'm learning through all of the interactions I have another toxic trick I have is that I stonewall Uh, this usually happens when I don't want to talk about my feelings even though I should Uh, when I met with confrontation that is my toxic way of avoiding it it would literally like I would literally become silent lifeless. (laughs) Lifeless. <laughs> it's actually very scary because, like, even in the moment, I'm thinking to myself, like, Celice, what are you doing? But I can't seem to get myself out of that. And this happens a lot when I'm with my boyfriend. God bless his heart for being so patient with me because that's honestly very terrible of me. It's like I'm not even there. I get stuck in my head, and he would ask if I'm okay. And I would respond saying that I'm fine, even though I'm not. And it is so damaging to cut off emotional connection with your partner. I know he's just trying to be supportive and communicative and I meet him with silence. That's so terrible. And it's not even purposeful. It's something that I will stop for sure. I avoid confrontation. I don't like conflict. I really hate it. But sometimes it has to be done and I have to keep telling myself that. I feel like I'm emotionally damaging myself when I avoid and push down conflict in the name of keeping the peace. And it's not really keeping the peace. It's hard to admit when I'm wrong. So this goes in with, I always have to be right. So it's like trying to pull teeth for me to apologize sometimes. It's almost painful. Don't get me wrong. I do apologize to those that I know I've wronged, but it probably doesn't happen immediately. And again, this is something that I feel like I have been improving on. Usually in the same day, within the same conversation with someone, I try to acknowledge them that like, yeah, I have, I have been wrong. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, What can I do to understand? I could be self-destructive. So being toxic doesn't always have to be with other people. You could be toxic to yourself. So there are times when I'm so stressed that I just go on a self-deprecating rampage. I tell myself how stupid or worthless I am. I start overeating or stop eating altogether. I make myself cry. Nobody really sees that side of me because I usually do it in the comfort of my own room or bathroom, but that is terribly toxic. Sometimes I have to hold myself and apologize. Because I really hurt my feelings, you know? And the last toxic trait that I wanted to talk about is that I romanticize parts of my life that were stressful and unhealthy. And I don't know if anyone else does this too. So for example, I look back at photos of myself when I was about 30 pounds lighter. And I would wish I was that size again. But when I think about it more after I romanticize it, I used to think I was fat even back then. I was very critical about my body, but yet I still think about it like, oh, I wish I was that size. I wish I could fit in those clothes again. I romanticize about being back in college and how liberated I was back in and the freedom forgetting and neglecting the fact that I was very stressed with classwork. I put myself in a lot of stupid situations with boys back in college or the fact that I was broke. I didn't have much money. Even though I worked on top of going to school, it was a very stressful time. But again, I don't know why I, I tend to forget those stressful, traumatic moments. And, you know, I only choose to remember the good parts of it. And that's definitely not healthy because I am neglecting the entire experience. You have to look at the situation as a whole. So all in all, I wanted to start this conversation because it's apparent that many people don't think they are wrong in situations when they definitely are and they definitely could be. It's not meant for you to feel bad about yourself. It's to bring more awareness that even you are not perfect. And I know that's everyone could say like, clearly I'm not perfect, but when you look at yourself and you compare yourself to others You can kind of be like well i wouldn't do that to anyone and there are times when you actually have done something wrong to someone there are some people out there that do not think of you as the greatest person because of how you treated them and in some ways that's okay you are human you are not perfect again and you are the enemy in someone's story Awareness is the first step to conquering the problem. So I thought it'd be really cool to give you like a homework assignment. I don't know if you actually want to do this, but just so that, you know, the healing isn't just for me by speaking about these situations, but also for you too. um, I would like you to sit down and think really hard and write a list about uh, roughly three to five things that are toxic about you. And if you can't think of anything, then you're not thinking hard enough because I'm sure you do have at least one toxic trait. I also want you to think of ways in which you can change these things. So for example, when I find myself romanticizing about something or someone or sometime in my past, I will acknowledge it and tell myself that that isn't true. The ways in which you've chosen to protect yourself is valid. So don't feel bad. It's all a process. Healing is a process. It's a journey. You're not going to wake up one day and be completely healed. Unfortunately, life doesn't work that way in any sense. That concludes the episode. Thank you for listening to the entire episode. If you got to this point, if you don't mind leaving a rate and a review on whichever platform you're tuning into this podcast, that would be amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to the Feeling and Healing Podcast. Bye!